what's good everybody it's your boy big baby jonathan here man welcome to big baby sports podcast man i got a very special guest angry lakers fan tv man joining the show man how is it going man hope all is well with you and your family man welcome to the show man all right first of all shout out to the mob hey let's get it man congratulations on 600 man it's it's very good to be on your show as always man It's, it's a pleasure it's a pleasure. Yeah, thanks for coming on, man. I, I like uh, what you do as well. You know, you keep it real on your show, and uh, you don't sugarcoat anything. You don't baby anybody. You know, that that's why, you know, I watch your shows, because you keep it real. You don't baby people like the other podcast people in, on YouTube. They baby LeBron. They baby AD. But us, Dan the Lakers fan, you, and a couple other YouTubers, keep it real, you know, and appreciate 600 subscribers, man. I'm doing a giveaway still. So y'all need to check that out, and the giveaway is the little right here. Y'all can win whoever has Xbox One, the edition of Kobe Bryant, NBA 2K21. Hey, I got Xbox One. I would love that. All I'm going to Yeah, all you have to do is just comment every podcast, every stream, and everything. And if I keep seeing you guys' names, you can win this Shaq statue right here. It's at the bottom of my like drawer right here. It's a little Shaq statue, but... This is also entering as well, so you feel me? But, uh, yeah, man, let's get into the show today. Um, We got breaking news, man. LeBron James is out another couple games. Um, We'll go first real quick. My thoughts about that. Uh, My thoughts about that in general, I feel like they're precautionary because LeBron's in that 37 year. He's 37 years old, almost 38 next year. I think he's 37, 38, somewhere around there. But uh, they're precautionary with it. You know, they don't want to bring him back. He tears something else. We have a season – but uh, for me, just let AD dominate. Just like let – this is for Russell Westbrook to get his chance to show his – he already has talent, but to show his greatness of what he is and AD. And we're ninth right now. The Clippers and Minnesota Timberwolves have a better record than us. We need to get our bleep together, you know. We need to get it We need to get it together because if we continue to play like we've been playing, we will not be surprised if we don't make the playoffs. And if we don't make the playoffs, change will be made immediately because Lakers don't play around. Gene Buss don't play around with that. Rob Palinka don't play around. And if Kobe, late great Kobe Bryant was running this front office too, he wouldn't stand for what we're going through right now. He would not be. He would not like what, what we're doing right now as a team. He would not like it if he was in this front office. What you think, man? I just want to say times like this, uh, I wish Kobe was physically here. I mean, I, I know he's here in spirit because all these uh, coincidences and stuff that be going on with the, with the scores and Mm-hmm. All that. I, I mean, I know he's here uh, in spirit, but at times I wish he was physically here because I'm sure he'll be in Rob Polinka's ear. I'm sure he'll be in Genie's ear. I'm sure he'll be uh, in, in practice, making sure everybody do what they got to do. If you're not doing anything, you're soft as Charmin. You're soft. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Hey, he, that practice that he had, man, with Nick Young, he was keeping it real. That that that, that practice, hey. he kept it real. And he walked off the court and was yelling at Mitch Kupchak. He. You know, Kobe's just a very competitor, and I know how the way that I know how Kobe Bryant's mind is. He would probably tweet something to take a shot at this team to get them motivated. You know? Oh, yeah, man. Yes. Um, I, all right, me personally, you know, other than me wanting Kobe here physically, like we all do. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know how you would feel on this. Uh, I, I, I made a, uh, I answered a comment on one of my videos before. Mm-hmm. Um, I was I was basically saying like around the time you know 
LeBron's about to be on his way out. Mm-hmm. Um, we should start. We should start going like the 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 young route, you know, to mm-hmm. start rebuild. Because look, you mm-hmm. know how it is with LeBron led mm-hmm. teams. You know, once he leaves, you know they become trash because the team is built around his play style. Mm-hmm. You know, a bunch of spot up shooters and 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 all of that. You know, mm-hmm. you can't just win a game with just all spot up shooters. Yeah, but there's no playmaking or ball handling going on. Mm-hmm. Um, I figure I think we should we should uh gradually you know on his way out just gradually go young and let Phil Handy guide them. Phil Handy is like a hands-on player. Like he he would he would get out there and practice and make and make sure these young guys do what they got to do. Um, what what's that what's that he got called? Uh, ninety feet of uh nine. Uh, this is this is tag handle, but you know what I mean. Uh, yeah, he he makes sure. They do what they got to do. He won everywhere he's been. Yeah, so he he's uh he's my candidate. And when, when I read about when I read that news that he would have got elevated to head coach, that made me mad. That made me mad. I still don't know why Vogel is here. It's because we beat that Utah. We beat the Utah Jazz probably. Remember when we when uh, LeBron dunked it on some, when LeBron and yeah, you know, what Russell Westbrook dunked on Rudy Gobert, and I feel like the Lakers probably thought, okay, this can work now. And then it's just like. It's just not working, you know, and I agree. Phil Handy would, you know, keep it real. He wouldn't sugarcoat. Frank Vogel does not – He, I feel like he's scared to get on his players' asses. You know, he he claps when we're down 30. When when we're down okay, – what would we lose to a couple nights ago? I, I lost track of when we were losing. It's like uh, – um, you know, Atlanta, like, right? Yeah, Atlanta. And when we call the time and he, Frank Vogel goes walking, walking. Like, what is this going to do? Clapping, like – Let's go, guys. No, you better yell at them, scream at them. Steve Kerr, a couple years ago, broke a clipboard. You know, he got pissed off. He broke a clipboard, and then after the team saw that, they went on to win the game. It's like we gotta install coaches that are not afraid to get on these players' asses. You know, and I feel like a person that would fit this culture would fit this Lakers organization that's not scared of anybody. Greg Popovich. I know it's not gonna happen, but that'll be a perfect, perfect coach for this team. You know, he would be he benched Tony or he took out Tony Parker one time for having a bad missive defensive assignment. He took out Tim Duncan. He yelled at Mono Genova. He yells at these players. He does he doesn't sure he has a, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, people in the comment section down below. He had a military background. I believe. I heard about that. So I he has that military background, and when people have that military background, they don't play. So I feel like we need to get a coach that has that mentality. Greg Popovich, or even a Mark Jackson, too. Mark Jackson keeps it real. And I feel like, I don't know, there's other coaches. And no A, Laker Nation, I saw this on Twitter. Don't mention Mike D'Antoni for this team. No. We Stop. we tried that. We tried yeah, that. we tried that. And it didn't work. <laughs> it didn't work, you know. And it's just unfortunate, man. Like, if you were if you were to ask me coming into the season with that trade of Russell Westbrook, Lakers are going to be ninth in the West. I would probably look at you crazy, you know. It's like, what? Ninth in the West? No, we're going to be number one seed. But I feel like it's kind of having the um, feeling like the 2000, 2012, 13 season when we had Dwight, Pau Gasol, Kobe, Lamar Odom, Antoine Jameson, Steve Blake, you know, that superstar team. It's starting to feel like that kind of in a way. What do you think about that? I feel you're right. I feel you're right about about that. Uh, it's, it's 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 very unfortunate because we mm-hmm. have it's it's, it's that, that that's what's so so like 
gut wrenching. We have the talent. We just don't have the right coaching staff. Like we have the talent to go out there and beat these teams. Yes. Like we, it's 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 just I don't know what is up with the rotations, the people not playing. Uh, I, I really don't know. But it's it's that's that's and the reason you just brought up is the reason why I say you know just let uh, LeBron James rest the rest of this season because we ain't you know it don't seem like we have a, any kind of identity any kind of direction. I don't I don't know what's going on. I I, I really don't. I also too I think the loss of Jason Kidd and uh, Lionel Hollins on that coaching staff losing them yes. is kind of big part. Yes, okay. yes, and 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 I'm hearing that you know. Um, even though I already knew, you know, Jason Kidd and Lionel Hollins, Hollins was a big part of that championship. Volk didn't do that by itself. No, you know, he didn't. He, he, didn't he, he knew none of that. It was it was them with addition of having LeBron and Rondo. Yeah, I, and plus, and losing Rondo too. Like he was on the back end of the bench. He goes to Cleveland, dominate now. You know, having like eighteen points, ten assists, four four steals, a couple of blocks, like two or three blocks. I'm like, Rondo yeah. doing this. But yeah, I heard he was over there balling. I, I don't really, I don't really watch Cleveland games, but I heard he was over there balling, and 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 rightfully so. I mean, when you uh, when you're in a situation where you have a a, a bonehead coach, uh, you you don't you gonna ball out somewhere else. It's, it's, that, that's the reason why a lot of our players go thrive somewhere else, not because not just because it's 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 uh it's it's less of a uh you know expectation. Mm-hmm. But they have, they end up with better coaching half the time. Yeah, and uh, like when uh, yeah, like the trades, man. Um, I got real quick, Frank Vogel. I gotta get on you real quick. Why aren't you playing Dwight Howard? Like I don't get it. you play. He played him against the line of thirteen minutes, and it, Dwight, you know, just looks like he's disinterested out there. That's what I feel. That's what I see the energy. Anytime he gets taken out, he just gets shakes his head, and sometimes during the second half. I look on the bench, like, where's Dwight? I see him coming out of the tunnel, like the walking over the bench. I'm like, he's back there through half the third quarter. It's like, is everything okay? And I feel like Frank Vogel and Dwight are having some type of beef, but we're, they're not saying anything behind the scenes. That's what I feel. That's personally how I feel. And if Dwight gets traded, man, to a team that will value his play, good luck to you because – Lakers don't want to play centers. They're trying to do a Mike D'Antoni run and gun, go small, and we get beat every time inside. It's not working. Fix it, Lakers. Just fix it. Definitely not working. And um, to um, bring up Frank Vogel, um, sadly, that's that's people. Uh, players watch. Players are watching. Um, players are not going to want to sign here knowing that they have a coach that probably won't play them or won't play them right. Mm-hmm. That's one of, that's, 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 that's my biggest, that's my biggest uh, fear of, of Malik Monk uh, not wanting to come back. It's yeah. because he can play great, but then you want to bench him. Yeah. Which, 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 which makes no, he should be starting. Yes, he should be. He should be starting along with Dwight at center. Anthony Davis, LeBron, Malik Monk, and Russell Westbrook, and get rid of DeAndre Jordan. Like, like, <laughs> like, why did we get him? Why did we get DeAndre Jordan? Like, I don't understand it, man. Like, it, somebody clipped this on from my Twitter. DeAndre Jordan, bro. Like, 
<laughs> you know, me and you had beef on Twitter because you you said I look like Peter Griffin. Oh, that's yeah. So and he blocked me. So I kept it one hundred about the Clippers that. Oh year. man. Yeah, I got the tweet, and I'll show you. I gotta look back on the on my Instagram. I have it on my Instagram. But uh, yeah, it's just like, why do we get DeAndre Jordan if we're not gonna use him? Why do we get centers if we're not gonna use him? You know. And as far as the other assets that we have, there's rumors about THT not being valuable. Nobody wants to take our assets for Jeremy Grant, but that that's how it is. That's how the media says, oh, we ain't going to get Anthony Davis. Pelicans are not valuing the Lakers' assets. So what do you know? Brandon Ingram, Josh Hart, Lonzo Ball go to New Orleans for Anthony Davis. So it's like we have – I bet you we have a trade on the table for that Russell Westbrook, John Wall. And I was sweeten the deal by throwing – don't get me. Don't get mad, Laker fans, in the comment section. I'll throw in Austin Reeves, and we get uh, Robert Woods. A uh, Robert, yeah, Robert Woods to sweeten the deal. I would take John Wall, Robert Woods for Russell Westbrook, the first round pick. And if they say Malik Monk, oh, that would be tough. But to get a caliber player like Robert Woods, young, athletic, lock shots, run the floor. We need a you know athletic big man that can shoot the three too. So, what are your thoughts about that trade proposal? Would you do it if you're the Lakers? Mm. Just to get rid of Russell Westbrook. And get off that contract. Would I do that? <laughs> so wait, you said Russell Westbrook, Austin Reeves, and the first round pick, and the first round pick. Yeah. Sheesh. And you for, get Robert, John, for John Wall, Robert Woods, talented big man too. Young too, so you know. I mean, if, we, if if we're looking at the few, damn, but uh, they got the same kind of contract, huh? Him and uh, Russ, uh Westbrook, uh, yeah. Now Wall going to next year, right? Yeah, and but uh, yeah, that's, that's that's a good trade look for. And also too, I was reading real quick about like Eric Gordon possibility. And I was reading like um, Terrence Ross for us, Harrison Barnes, Buddy Hill, and speaking of Buddy Hill, we reached out to the Kings. THT, they said no, but I feel like that's just Sacramento trying to up Buddy Hill's value. But there's going to be a team that's going to take a chance at Westbrook, too. Like, you know, we're going to interested to see, but would you like, would you accept that trade for Westbrook? And I got another uh, team that might be interested in Westbrook as well. You probably saw it on Twitter. Dan Lakers fan tweeted it out, too, about the Knicks. Mm hmm. About the uh, going to, uh, and we getting uh, Evan Fournier's. Wait, who did they say Evan Fournier? Evan Fournier, uh, did they mention Kimber Walker? Kimber Walker and Alex Burks in the first round pick. I would do that. For Westbrook? Yeah. Hell yeah, in a heartbeat. Yeah, I would do that in a heartbeat because we get Kimber Walker, you know, talented point guard, Evan Fournier, you know, backup shooting guard too. And, you know, that's the thing, though. I know how teams are going to – I know how teams are going to try to get these players from the Lakers. Okay, I'll take that, but just throw in Malik Monk and Austin Reeves and we'll do it. Bet you. You know, teams like Austin Reeves' game. And he's talented, you know, along with Malik Monk. And and I saw a couple other trades, too, rumors about the Pacers, you know, for Miles Turner. And, yes, I would trade Austin Reeves, Russell Westbrook, and a couple other players for Miles Turner. I know Austin Reeves talented, love his game, hit that game winner. But Miles Turner, man, is a talented big man that we need. When healthy – Miles Turner is excellent. I mean, yes. like you said, he 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 can block shots. You know, he can shoot the three at at a decent you know range. Um, he's he's going to be great 
as you know, next to AD, because they but they can both stretch the floor and, and they can you know rim protect. So that'd be awesome. I, I would do Miles Turner uh, trade if it's possible. I know he's injured right now, right? Yeah, he's injured. Um, but that Knicks trade is sounding good too, because you know you're getting back a, a point guard in that trade that can score. You ain't got to worry about uh, the the paint being clogged because he can <laughs> score from anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> and you know Evan Fournier is not no slouch, and you getting a uh, what? A, uh, you said a first round pick back with that? Y- yeah. And that see that's setting us up for the future. Yeah. But like that that's a good trade though too. And I just when we got like let's when we got Westbrook, we trade Kuzma, Montrezl Harold, and KCP. At the time, cool, let's run it. But I feel like we should have got Buddy Hill instead because I feel like if LeBron has shooters. It, it goes well. You know, I'm LeBron, hey, LeBron's doing his thing in 19th season, you know, MVP conversation, I feel like, if we were winning, you know, but it's just something about Westbrook and LeBron, AD doesn't work. Oh, it may take a couple a year and a half to get it work, but just I don't see that chemistry with, with those three yet. Like, I just don't see it. I don't see, like, anytime LeBron throws it to Westbrook, Westbrook drops it, and then LeBron's like, you know, vice versa. And it's just like, anytime... Westbrook clocks the paint and they just stand around and let Westbrook go one on one. It's like rotate, cut. You know, same with LeBron. When LeBron gets at the top of the key or in the post, back down and everybody just standing and watching. You know, if you run and cut, LeBron's gonna throw it to you. Have your hands up. But no, they just want to stand. But he did. He knows a lot of those fadeaways lately. But it just feels like it feels like this season is like I don't know. It just doesn't feel like we care this year about winning. It doesn't like I know we put the team together, but just certain games where it just seemed disinterested, lackadaisical, you know. And and I do all know if you saw that video, Phil Handy and LeBron getting into it. Did y'all see that one? I didn't, I personally didn't see that. Was it on Twitter? No, yeah, it was on Twitter, but there's like a video of them just arguing and like you know, there's some like audio, I believe, audio saying, Hey, why are you yelling at me for? You always do that bleep every time. It's like it's just like, and also, too. The Dwight and AD thing, they got into it on the bench. It's just been, if I like, if when that happened, if I was an organizational Lakers, I would say, okay, having a team meeting, bring Vogel, you're gone. Phil Handy, you're the coach. I'm trading these players, and let's start over. And here's the thing, too. We haven't heard any reports about players only meeting with this Laker team. No players only meeting. We don't hear any of that. So that's telling me is, we don't got the chemistry. Usually, if you have chemistry, you have a team meetings behind the scenes, and it gets leaked out. But I feel like they don't have any team meetings personally with like LeBron, AD, like team meetings. I never see that. I saw it when when we first got AD. I saw a team meeting, you know, in Vegas. But I don't say anything this season. Like, what's going on? Like, what? Like overall, I gave this season so far an F, complete F. Even though LeBron's having a good season, dominating, scoring, scoring, really good, doing his thing. But it's just an F because we have expectations of winning championships. We ain't come here to make the playing tournament, get bounced up. Oh, congratulations, made the playing tournament. We'll try again next year. No, if we lose, don't make the playoffs, losing playoffs, losing playing tournaments, fail season. You know who had that mentality? This guy right here. It's all about oh, championship. Yeah. You know, we, oh, yeah. we, don't, we don't sit here and celebrate. Oh, we went to the Western Conference Finals. Oh, Clippers. Celebrate that. <laughs> Clippers celebrate those type of things. Clippers put selfies up. Us Lakers fans, we celebrate rings. You know, we celebrate these, man. 
We celebrate these. Clippers. You know? The Clippers, the only team in, in yes, I'm saying Staples Center, that don't have championships up. Yeah, Staples Center. Let's get it. They're the only team that yeah. plays in there that don't have championships up. Yeah, that's true. You, you can't you can't beef with the Lakers yet. Y'all still like y'all still gotta get past the sparks. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but uh I was gonna say the Rams might be in the conversation too, because they're about to be in the Super Bowl. Well, they're already in the Super Bowl, you know, and it's just the Rams are gonna win the Super Bowl probably most likely because I don't trust the Bengals. For some reason, I feel like the Bengals got there, they beat the Chiefs. I feel like the Rams are going to win the Super Bowl, and then USC, then the Dodgers, and then kind of LA Galaxy, and then you're going to see Chargers, and then I feel like the Chargers have a more realistic shot at winning the Super Bowl before the Clippers. It's, cra- it's, it's crazy, because I was just talking about this earlier. Um, speaking of Super Bowl, back-to-back years where the Super Bowl hosts the home team. Yeah. Just, just imagine, imagine, okay, just imagine if this year being at SoFi Stadium, right, it was Rams versus Chargers in the Super Bowl. It would be a Rams home game. <laughs> <laughs> it would be. It would be an L.A. win either way. True. Yeah, if my Chargers lose, I'll cuss them out, you know, and if the Rams won. I want the Rams to win so we get another champion. Uh, just another ring for LA because we nobody won it last year in LA. No, well, no, the Braves won the MLB World Series, and it's just time for LA to get back to the winning championship. I liked how Dodgers won it and Lakers won. Now, twenty twenty, I know, like sports wise, it was crazy season, crazy stuff going on, but winning the championship, you know, best feeling there winning championship. Oh, it's in the bubble. No, it doesn't matter. It's a championship, you know. Because if the Lakers didn't win it and Milwaukee won, they would congratulate them and they would say it counts. But when we win one of these, it doesn't count according to the people. But this this is what it's all about, winning rings. We don't care about um, regular season wins. You know, we care about – so at the end of the day, we strive for is this. If we make the playoffs, play in tournament and win one of these, I'm okay with it. But if we don't, it's failed season. Look, man, it's it's just it's just so many followers in the world. If there was no such thing as a as a skip bayless, there wouldn't be it wouldn't be called a bubble ring or a Mickey or none of that. Yeah. Everybody be saying, Oh, we won a championship. A championship is a championship. The Lakers yeah. wasn't the only team there. True. We just yeah. happened to come out on top. Yeah. We came out on top and I feel like that would have been awesome if it was at Staples Center though. Like it, oh, it would have been cra- crazy to go watch that at Staples Center live. You know, the AD shot, and just in general. And we're still old a parade. Yeah. The hashtag, I want my parade, damn it, in the comment section down below. People will listen to this later tonight. You know? <laughs> you know, I, you know we're, we're going to switch subjects real quick, man. Who is your favorite wrestler of all time? The Rock. Mine too. You know, mm. just bring it. Just bring it. <laughs> Yeah, just bring it, jabroni. <laughs> but, uh, I find myself watching a lot of, uh, like I did last night, watching uh, old wrestling clips. I was actually watching The Rock versus Triple H, The Rock versus Austin. Uh, yeah. yeah, The Rock. I, I I love wrestlers that not only is entertaining in the ring, but that can mm-hmm. sell the fight. And, and Rock was always the type that was great on the mic. 
He can mm-hmm. sell the fight whether he's getting his ass beat or not. <laughs> he, yeah. can, he can sell yeah. the fight. I like when I like him and Stone Cold, but uh, The Rock would sell that Stone Cold stunner like he would get Stone Cold and he would flop and you know and I like that too. And I just like I like old school wrestling back in the day with Triple H, Shawn Michaels, Kane, Undertaker, um, Dudley Boys, you know, Hulk Hogan and all that. But now it's just predict like I know, you know, it's just not fun to watch anymore. That's how I feel. Question. Yeah. Okay. Before I answer your question, I'm gonna ask, I'm gonna answer your you question first. Yeah. Because I do want to answer your question. Yeah. Uh, who's on your uh, wrestling Mount Rushmore? Ooh, that's a good one. Like top five, or just yeah, you can do top five, but uh, top four. Okay. The Rock, Stone Cold, Triple H, Undertaker, and fuck, who's that fourth one? So many. Not. Mm, damn, so many. And no, I'm not putting John Cena. Me either. <laughs> he's, not even on my, he's not even on my top 20. Because I, to be honest, I feel like he kind of ruined the WWE, in my personal opinion. But it's he just, did. you know. Oh, Mankind. You got man, Mankind in there, too. Man, you know what? I used to hate Mankind because, look, when I was, before The Rock came about, uh, I was a huge Undertaker fan, and I hated, mm-hmm. I hated those boiler room matches that they had. It was, uh, and, and Mankind always came out on top. I, yeah. I hated, I hated Mankind for the longest. Yeah, but I do, lo- I do love his Cactus Jack persona. Yeah, you know, I forgot to put on there <clears throat> Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar is a beast. Yeah, you got Randy Orton, Batista. You know, Randy Orton is Randy Orton is my uh, is my favorite ruthless aggression wrestler. Yeah, and uh, Ric Flair, you got – there's so many, man. I got to look back on the roster, man. So many, you know, so many mm-hmm. great wrestlers. But now it's just – no, no, it's just not – it's not as uh, entertaining anymore. It's not. And to answer your question that you asked me, uh, I faithfully every week uh, watch wrestling from 1989 to 2014. And – I seen the product going downhill a lot, uh, but I still gave it a chance. What really, what really was the straw that broke the camel's back for me is when they had Undertaker lose to Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. I didn't, the, I didn't care about the Brock Lesnar loss. You know, that's that's more realistic. Yeah. You know, he's a former UFC champion, big dude, more realistic. Yeah, had him lose to Roman Reigns. Yeah, they should have put. The, they should have the Rock fight him. Man, I, man, I've been wanting to see a Rock versus Undertaker WrestleMania or a Sting versus yeah. Undertaker WrestleMania. Or you Goldberg. even had Shawn Michaels lose to him twice, but you yeah. had Roman Reigns win. Yeah, and then, yeah, I agree with you, bro. Because it's like, yeah, I kind of lost interest when that happened. And John Cena just, you can't see me. Like, like, come on, man. He, John Cena, he 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 one of the biggest hypocrites. You know, he he talked down on the Rock for doing what he do, but then he's getting he all these movie roles. Yep. You know, it's a day. I I know it's like part of the skit and acting, but I feel like they had personal beef behind the scenes. Yeah. That's yep. Who would win in the actual real fight, John Cena or the Rock? <laughs> <laughs> well, since the since the Rock is. Black and Samoan, you know he, you know, he got that Samoan strength. I, I would have to go with the Rock. Yeah, me too. You know, and 
yeah, man, I just want to change it up a bit at the end, and because uh, I just, you have that intro, you know that you do. That uh, was it, and what was it? What was the intro? NWO. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, they're a talented, talented group too. You know, Dudley Boys and everything, man. That uh, the Dudley Boys are actually my all-time favorite tag team. Um, the Dudley Boys, then the New Age Outlaws. Actually, the New Age Outlaws mm-hmm. was the reason why I was a huge DX fan. Yeah, it was like the my favorite people to watch NDX was the New Age Outlaws, and of course NWO. Uh, it's the only uh, the only time I actually liked Hogan, basically. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> was in the yeah. NWO. Yeah, man. But uh, Angry Lakers fan TV, man, go ahead and tell them where to find you. Go ahead and tell them where to subscribe and follow, man. And floor's yours. All right, y'all. Y'all can follow me on YouTube at Angry. Lakers fan T dot B dot Angry Lakers fan TV. You can follow me on Twitter at Angry Laker fan 83. And uh, that's why I'm at mostly YouTube and Twitter. Thank you so much for coming on and uh, Laker Nation. Keep supporting the channel. Keep doing your thing, Lakers. And let's get it together. Lakers, let's turn the season around, man. Appreciate, appreciate you coming on, man. No problem.